Hello and welcome. Episode 53. That is the... It's the Herbie Fully Loaded episode, baby. That's the one. Yeah. Tom here. Ben. And Max. And this is your weekly dose of all things Hyrax. Boys, I'm pumped for this one. Here's a little snippet of what's to come. Hunter McIntyre, you have the floor. I won't um, have sex or jerk off for weeks, if not month ahead of time. Nice. Very nice. Bloody hell. Fucking hell. I wish I had that restraint. I know you don't, man. <laughs> All right, should we get into the episode? Let's get into it. <laughs> Three, two, one. Rock zone in. Rock zone in. Rock zone in. Right, so I hope you've got your chastity belt on because I'm ready to go all was it, what was it, Christian for this? I don't know. If that will help my time, why the hell not? Eh? But uh, I guess the main meat of this episode, <laughs> if you're not already uh, intrigued enough, is High Rocks London, just around the corner, a two-day event in London. So this week we'll be talking about all the things you need to get there, like Kensington Olympia. It's a fantastic venue. Have you guys seen the venue yet? We're going to be doing more than just logistics, Ben. Yeah, I like logistics, though. You so. love logistics. I'm not sure it's super interesting for everyone else, but there'll be more than just how to get to and from the venue. Yeah, fair enough. We're also going to discuss random racing rituals, which is going to be good. And That's then, going to be the best thing. Yeah, I think that's that's what you've heard actually, Hunter from, actually. correction, the best thing is going to be the bet. Yes, yeah, we've got that coming up as well. So we're going to have a little bet later in the show, and that's going to go live down, well, down live at uh, High Rocks London's. Yes, uh, the other thing that we're going to talk about, as always, is a little bit of Science Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I like the little ding at the end as well. It's like, yeah. you got the message. <laughs> yeah. You got mail. So there will be a Science Sunday little tidbit. Speaking about the Rack Zone, on the Rack Zone, would you believe? Um, is there anything else? So the other thing I want to talk about is the race over the weekend. Obviously, we were supporting Marathon, but in High Rocks news, there was Anaheim. And I admittedly didn't really look at it that much. All I know, my main headline, the takeaway, was that Hunter raced, uh, but he didn't actually complete it. Mm. Yes. Which is ironic, because I think a world record was set, but that somehow wasn't as newsworthy as Hunter quitting a race. What was the world record set? So Megan Jacoby... Uh, one of the Elite 15 World Championship contenders mm -hmm. um, set a new world record. Um, I think it was just under an hour, which was in quite... In Women Pro. In Women Pro, yeah, mm. which was uh, super impressive because I think on the grand scheme of things, it looked like a bit of a slow course. And I oh. think she was one of the only, if not the only person to go under one hour. Nice. So, first, uh, first woman to go under an hour as well. Ah, Wow, that's big news. So she's that the first woman to break the 60-minute barrier. We should have prepared a fanfare for that. Yeah, I mean, that is worth of worth employers. Yeah, 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 well done. That is, that is yeah. amazing. Yeah, 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 well done, huh? Well, well done. Um, but yeah, crazy how Hunter not finishing a race somehow grabs more headline attention than that, no? Yeah, I mean, he is a great personality in the sport, and like everyone sort of looks to him as a sort of figurehead. So I think it, it does make headline news. Uh, which is interesting. Yeah, but first woman going under an hour, that is that's huge. Mm. That's really, really big, mm. big news. So, um, yeah, let's end it on that. Let's that's end it on Megan, not on Hunter, because we're giving that guy a shout out later on anyway. So, uh, Anaheim. He, he probably jerked off. That was why he went slow. Ah, there you go. Didn't, <laughs> take <laughs> Didn't take his own advice. Didn't take his own advice. Didn't take his own advice. Right. Right. Into right. the meat of the episode and what everyone's been waiting for. Ben and Max's race strategy, because I know you're all dying to hear about <laughs> how two struggling amateur athletes are going to prepare... In mid to late 20s. Yeah, for a, for a really, really challenging race. Um, so, 
I said that I was changing my entry from pro to open. Um, that didn't happen, mm. mainly because I left it to the last minute. And the person who was going to do it for us said, nah, lol, it'd be quite funny to see you do in pro and struggle. So <laughs> that's that's that ship has now sailed. So I'm doing pro. Ben is doing open. Um, ben. Oh, Tom isn't racing. For, but, but I think that for goes without saying. Yeah. But yeah. You, Tom's actually in Scotland, so you're not going to be there, unfortunately. No, oh, no, I will be there. I'll be there on the Monday. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so, so no, be, no Sunday, Monday. Race. Oh, wicked. Nice. Yeah. Um, anyway, Ben, how's your prep been going? Um, As prep- he takes a deep... Yeah, deep Deep side. toke of his vape <laughs> is what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to... Like, honestly, I think the vaping has been... Like, I fell off the wagon... Uh, what four weeks ago now? It's when you it's like, it's when you started help, helping us with the, with the house move with the house renovations. Yeah. You had like one in a pot and you handed it to me, and they are such yeah. a slippery slope. So I'll be I'll be hold, I'll hold my hands up and say that is something that I'm looking to kick. And if you see me vaping on the day, I want you to punch it out of my face. Um, <laughs> so so the actual training, um, the actual training, I've been mixing it up, doing quite a bit of varied stuff in the gym. I have really resonated recently with training in communities and teams um and i think if we shoot back to when we did the red bull event tom and we actually went to uh, the the rooftop of red bull and we worked out together with a load of the rebel team and the hyrox team as like almost like a kickstarting like springs here sort of event i was like yeah this is what hyrox is for me that was, that was so so amazing yeah so nice to be back i can't wait there's some more events of those planned anything you want to share about that event well for, well i mean this is yeah, I mean, it, I'm obviously not racing, but I am getting back into doing high rock style workouts. Mm. And I took part in the Red Bull event, and it was just amazing. We went mm. on to Red Bull rooftop. We heard from a Red Bull athlete, um, and it was just great to be back doing actual high rock exercise mm. with my with my buddy Ben. Yeah, Ben and I were partners. Yeah, and um, I crushed him in the lunges. Nice. So you did. You good. did. Your legs have somehow become super but then, strong. But then you were, you you came strong with the burpees. Mate, I think so, that has been the biggest thing this season for me. Your burpees one well, well, has form. You know, when at the beginning of the season, Max, when you, we did this burpee workout that you created. Yes. And I just like absolutely caved in it. Like I was so bad. Mm. Over the course of the season, the one thing that I've wanted to pick up is my burpees. So that's what I'm really looking forward to with London is seeing like, okay, I've got a beginning of the season time on the burpees. I want to see the overall improvement. Okay. And well, this might be a useful piece of information, actually, because uh, everyone hates burpees. Yeah, like, it's, it's no secret. They get the most amount of hatred, I think, of any functional fitness exercise that I know I love of. them. No, you don't. I do. Stop lying. I right. Do. So, Ben, <laughs> you said you weren't particularly good. Um and now you've improved. How have you gone about doing that? Because you've not done the workout that I've showed no, you. No, your that work- was a one and done. Yeah, that was that was horrible. It was basically do do a load of burpees was your workout. And I was like, that's not fun. Um, what I've been doing is um, I've been really leveraging community classes in my local gym. So actually booking them in the app, turning up straight away. Like I'll literally book them three minutes before when I'm in bed and then sprint to the gym and I will do like a hit class and then I'll jump into a boot camp afterwards and just double back them. Because like, are there lots of burpees in those? Yeah, I basically using working out to hold me accountable, and that's like working out in teams. That is to hold me accountable. If I was just okay. to go and do the burpee workout on my own, I wouldn't do it. So if I'm part of a class and there are burpees in it, that's how I'm. It's being more focused that way. I don't know. It feels so like a so, bit of a weak so, source answer. What? So give us some strong source. If you were to look back Monday evening, you've completed your race. What's like? perfect outcome for you perfect outcome is new pb always new pb that's that's what what would, what would a pb be what's current pb uh one hour 19 
Okay. Yeah. So um, yeah. So anything below that, and I think the the way I'm going to get that done is by having Tom as my coach on the day. This Mm. Tom. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking which which is there another Tom here? (laughs) Nice man. I'll be there. Yeah. I mean, every race that I've done well in, you've been there, like on the sidelines. I've been running around. I've been being a cheerleader, Mm. being a bigger cheerleader. Yeah. yeah. What's Ben's love language again? Uh, Is it? He likes a bit of a a bit of a slap. On the ass, <laughs> fucking hell! And now I'm gonna get the ears. No, no, no. But I thought I, I remember you saying it's and not words as... of affirmation. Yeah, because for me it's not. It's like, dude. What no, no, are you no, doing? no, Ben. No, no. I, I feel this though, and you tell me if I'm wrong, Ben. But I feel like you like being talked like dirty, talked yeah. down to a little bit. It's like, come on, you bitch, you've got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in some ways, but it's a posi- positive and negative at times. You, you, you sometimes yeah. you get you need a bit of both. Yeah, you do. Well, I, I like being not put in my place, but I think you've summarized it. Like, yeah. fucking pick yourself up. But it's on. the energy that you yeah, like. Yeah. It's I the energy, energy you build off. Yeah, energy. it's like a big yeah. It's that community okay. thing again. Okay. What yeah. about you, Max? What's your race plan? My race plan um, Do is to run off the course again. Uh, no, ideally not. My my ideal outcome, um, if I was asked that, would be to beat you in our bet, which is I'm racing pro, you're racing open. We've established based on previous races that I'm a slightly better athlete. I don't know why you're laughing, Tom. Why are you laughing? I'm just thinking of an idea. Oh, right. Good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and off air, Ben and I have agreed that because I'm going to be handicapped by having higher weights, I'm going to go up against Ben, one-on-one, fastest man wins. That's it. So Ben's open time needs to be quicker than your pro time. And vice, vice versa. versa. Okay. Yes. And then the loser needs to do a forfeit, which we are going to be announcing live on air at the moment right here right now right here right now okay do you so, have any idea what the forfeit is going to be well, I, I, have, I, I have some ideas but w- w- what are your ideas i've got fuck all i don't want to do a forfeit okay. so i don't want to build okay, one okay so I, okay right there are there's some interesting ones that producer mike has given us which i think are very good to to riff off of yeah one of those is messing with your hair so we could do hair dyeing oh, bleach wow. blonde or shaved head Fucking hell. Well, that's not... Mikey, happening. what have you been doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, shave, the shaved head was my idea. But, you know, that, you know, everyone, you'd be sat there in the middle of the of the Hyrox venue and then whip out one of those barber jacket, one of those barber things, get the razor on. Perfect. No. Or... Uh, oh, okay. Or, Max has got long hair, actually. Yeah, actually. I know, exactly. He's grown so this for years. I thought this was bad for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's ben there doesn't like, really no, no. Ben doesn't really care because Ben's not got Oh my God, Max has so qualified not... for the Elite 15. <laughs> <laughs> How's that happened? <laughs> the other Literally. the other one, which I we're talking about, I do feel as though it'd be fucking funny if one of you just turned up in a suit <laughs> and you had to wear a suit all day. Wait, is this for the following race? For the following race. So for the World Championships, <laughs> you have to be there in a suit. Yeah. Tie, you know, for the uh, button done up, and the, uh, with the, with the pocket handkerchief. Okay, yeah, I quite like that. And okay. I think that would just be so bizarre. I mean, why don't we all turn up in suits for the World Championships? Just like it's well, like we could, we it's could like be, the, yeah, like we uh, Conor McGregor. It. Yeah, it's like event season. It's like the red carpet of the High yeah, Rocks okay. World. So, so we might as well. Just... So get it right, fine. So we're all going to have in <laughs> suits <laughs> anyway to World <laughs> Championships. That. But, but that's not the forfeit. Luckily, I do have a forfeit, and this Tell was us. inspired by the London Marathon. And I just thought the idea of seeing Ben do this just cracked me up. There was a guy who was racing, probably for charity. I can't imagine why not. Um, who was dressed in full movie production quality level avatar wow with tail with no. long braided hair with with tail i Shut just imagine up. ben 
doing that with like the little cape comic con i really hope these pro weights fuck you up yeah or you could turn up as a wall ball Yes. Wally the Warble. Yeah, ben, ben, Ben's just a big ball. Like the, or Max. The, like, yeah. uh, but it's Ben. Like the blueberry from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. Mm. Blueberry. Yes. Blue. It's blue as well. Maybe a fat avatar. Fat, fat avatar. Okay. <laughs> fat fatted avatar. Okay. So suits are locked in for World Championships. But we 100%. do. We, yeah. 100%. So get to the dry cleaners, boys. Mm. Um, but we do need to get a forfeit here. So here's another one. Drinking a pint through the winner's sweaty sock. Oh, God. How does that even work? Well, you imagine you've got a sock and you've opened it up and you pour the beer through it, it'll seep through. That's just going to go everywhere. Surely, yeah, yeah, surely yeah. you put the sock okay, over the pint glass put it, yeah, and, then and then you drink it, through. Th- yeah. Sip it through. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a bit, uh, yeah. Mm. Or drink it through from the from the shoe. Oh, do a shoe. Do a shoe. Do a shoe. Daniel Ricardo. Why not? Yeah, shoey. but then don't you drink from your own shoe normally? That's like nah, a victory but that's celebration. The point. You no, 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 no. Person's shoe. No, no, no. Because that's like a victory celebration. You drink, drink it from thy own shoe. Yes, but that, that, that's, this is not a celebration. It's I don't a think I could do your shoes. Your feet fucking stink. My feet are perfectly yeah. naturally odoured. I'll have you know. Right, okay. <laughs> I'm going to suggest that <coughs> the loser drinks from the shoe of the winner. That's it. Fine. Hey, Fine. I would like you boys to shake hands on the beer through the shoe yeah, of the winner. Done. done. The whole pint. The oh, whole pint. Sake. Okay. Done. Locked in, boys. Locked in. Right, Ben. Uh... Uh, ben, you fucking love Kensington Olympia, so tell us why you're so obsessed with the venue. <laughs> what a brilliant segue, and, Tom. Um, what information <laughs> yeah. there is for our listeners. Oh, no. I, well, But you love Kensington Olympia. Yeah, no, I do. Yeah. I used to work there. I worked there for, uh, well, not in Kensington Olympia, but I worked around the corner from there for two years or so. So I know the area pretty well. And I think hopefully by the time people are listening to the episode, they've probably seen our how to get to Kensington Olympia uh, little reel. Um, and more importantly, the best pubs in the local area. And for anyone that is listening, you've got to go to the Cumberland Arms, which is affectionately known as the Sausage, because uh, they are they are the one and true pub. Um, but anyway, so I guess... We learned a couple of really cool things last week when we actually sat down with Claudia and with Eddie. And I just want to like bring these back to the forefront of your minds, guys. So have a listen to this. It's going to be an amazing experience for the spectators as well. Yeah. Um, because we've got an upper mezzanine level. So you can basically watch the race like a bird's eye view, Ooh. which is something that doesn't ever happen. Ever. Forever, ever. Doesn't ever happen. So we're going to get an eye in the sky from everyone. And what's really, what? well, I say what's interesting because of that is I now have a riddle for you. There is a mezzanine, yeah? Mm. But what there won't be at London this year is a crossing on mm. the racetrack. How have they done it? Well, well you, just said, you just said why, how they've done it. Well, how do you think they've done it? Is it stairs up to the mezzanine and stairs down from the mezzanine? So you go up into the mezzanine. And then inside, yeah. Uh, from outside and then enter via a different staircase. It, it, it's, yes. it's along those lines. So there's, there is an elevator le- located on the right-hand side and the left-hand side of the hall. I'm not sure if that's going to be used on the day, but what isn't going to be used is a staircase that crosses over the runners straight into the middle so what we're going to see is people actually not have to queue not have to get bashed and probably because of that we might get less well there's going to be less chaos on the run course which is going to be cool so what you're saying is there's not even an entry on the ground floor it's you enter from the mezzanine and go in that way and that's it in and out through mezzanine that's what i have on good authority Mm, okay whether that is the case on the day 
we don't we, like things always change with Hyrox okay. on the day. So, but that's that's mm. what I've heard, which is I think is really cool. Like if we asked for a bridge, and guess what happened? We got a fucking bridge. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Well done. We got a staircase. Team Rob sent it. Yeah, <laughs> close enough. Woo! Close enough. Uh, have you got some more interesting things for us, Ben? Well, I did want to mention something that we also learned about London last week, which was the fact that all their stations are going to be in order this time, mm. which is going to be really cool. Mm. And I think it was Eddie that mentioned that to us. Yeah, I mean, roll the, the VT of Eddie. Cue the clip. The interesting thing about it is that the the workout stations are almost in like sequential order, which isn't always the case, right? So like it goes from like uh, you know workout one at one end of the venue all the way two, three, four, five. So actually, that will add, I think, something to like the. the so even down less an excuse for Ben to get a penalty. Yeah, there's a logic to the race this time. I mean, <laughs> I'm personally, I am so happy about that. Like, I, I've got nothing to nothing to lean back on this time. That's gonna be wicked. It is gonna be wicked. So, what do you think that's gonna mean, Max? Do you think what do you think that means for the actual race day? I think it's gonna be really good for a lot of people who've complained in the past about it being confusing, getting like brain fog when they're mid race. Mm. So, having a nice sequential ordering of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I can count to eight clearly. Um, uh, it's gonna be good. It's mm. going to be good. It's going to help a lot of people out, I reckon. And I will enjoy from a spectator point of view. Yeah, I suppose as a spectator, you'll be, be able to just boom, 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 just watch. Mm. But mm. I, I'm going to I'm going to be standing on the mezzanine watching you guys. So no, you're going to be on the on the front line. Oh yeah, no, of course I'll be, I'll be I'll be on the front line with Ben. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and then I'll be taking a break up at the mezzanine. Yeah, because I suppose as a spectator, it always does get a little bit confusing at other events where you've got to go like one end to the other yeah, end to I'm the other end. I'm just as confused as the, yeah. as the races. Well, it's going to be good. I it's I'm, like I'm, herding I'm... cats in the middle bit. It's like where it's just just chaos. So it's <laughs> nice that it's going to be in order. Yeah. Anyway, Ben, you've got a new segment, <clears throat> Ben's top five facts, fun facts, and this time about believe it or not, Kensington Olympia. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if I've actually got five facts. I think uh, let's uh, let's go in with uh, number one. One. The Fucking hell, that scared you out of me. I actually did. <laughs> so, okay. the, uh, at Kensington Olympia, when you enter, you go through the bag drop, the cloakroom is located on the right. No. Nice. <laughs> is this actually a fact? <laughs> fact? Wow. Okay, quick. Next one. Let's, let's rattle through Round these. these. Two. The... Main entrance is the closest one to Kensington Olympia Station. Oh, <laughs> Three. Fucking hell. I've forgotten the last one. I've got one, I've got one. You got one. There are two elevators. Fuck off. <laughs> one on the left and one on the right hand side. The venue. Right, okay, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got some more, I've got some more, let's go. So... The photos on the day are going to be blown out because of the natural lighting. So click the fucking... When you take a photo, yeah, click the person, scroll it down your face. It's an actual tip. People would like to know that, yeah. That's true, it's fair. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be very bright. Wear your sunglasses. Right, final one, five. Five. Fun fact that I have. (laughs) Guess what Kensington Olympia was built for? Uh, Horse shows? An exhibition centre. Fuck off. (laughs) And that rounds up today's five fun facts. Brilliant. (laughs) Great. Um, I have another little little thing that I'd like to mention. Um, We have agreed as a team to hand out some elusive Rockzone merchandise on the deck. Why are you laughing, Tom? (laughs) Sort of a phrase. (laughs) 
I thought it was quite nice. <laughs> I thought of, no, I thought of a funny phrase, sorry. A funny phrase for what? For the, this we're about to say. Oh, right, right, good, 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 good. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, so as Tom kind of gave away there, um, we will be giving away some merchandise to lucky listeners who um, approach us and say the following phrase. Pop-tart pool. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads us nicely onto the later segment. But like, <laughs> I know, you listen further to get yeah, the context of that. You've got to get the context of that one. That's, that's my suggestion. I think he's going to love that okay. as well. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. So just to clarify, um, we are super, super, super keen to see many, many of you listeners and followers of The Rock Zone out in London. And if you have the courage to approach myself, Max, Ben or Tom, then you will get some merchandise. But only if you say... Pops up pool. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We should, black. Really young. we should probably like make some merch that says pop tart pool. Pop as well. tart pool. The yeah. um, terms and conditions apply. Uh, it's limited to a number of number of merchandise items. What as should well. we say? How how many people? Well, we'll, we'll first first five. First five. Five first fun five. facts. Ben's five fun two, facts. Two two on two oh, on Saturday. Actually, actually three on also, Sunday. On, three on Sunday. This is Monday. how we'll know it's five people. You need to recite the five fun facts as oh, well. Oh God! Right, and you <laughs> run out of fun facts, so you know. Yeah. I hope you were listening. If you can get at least two of them, I'll be impressed. Yes. And bring us some Pop-Tarts. Oh, wow. Don't need to That's do that. That's just bribery. Don't need to do that. Okay. Don't need to do that. This is a giveaway, mate. Okay. Um, okay. Final part of the show. Racing rituals. And uh, this has been a bit of a... Which which gives us the context of the Pop-Tarts. Mm. Yes. Pop-Tart pool is going to be so good. So to give you guys some context, I guess you guys weren't here for the full episode, but you actually, you've listened back to it. And of course, I, I sat down with Tim Vinish, who I've been corrected on how to say his name, so it's not Winch, uh, Tim Vinish, um, and Paul Gillingham, um, who actually has Pop-Tarts before a race. Uh. But uh, this is the clip I'm on about when I ask them what they love to eat before a race. A Pop-Tart. Like I always do. <laughs> um, is that your guilty vice? Drank a lot. It is, I've, and I stick by it. Tim, what, what what would you have as your snack, Tim? When I have a race in, in the midday, um, so I will have my honey bread. Wow. Yeah, I should be eating honey on toast for breakfast as well at this rate. This is. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it works. Uh, honey bread um, win win races. <laughs> <laughs> Pop tart pool. <laughs> I really want to meet Paul and give him the pop tarts. <laughs> what mm. I was amazed by is Ben's really, really authentic wow reaction to Tim delivering such a boring mix <laughs> <laughs> meal. He went from like small flavored pop tarts to a bit of toast with honey smeared on it. Jesus! Wow, Tim, really? Well, I was surprised it was so hey. simple. Also, like, Tim is a Tim's a fucking insane athlete. Yeah, he's Clearly mega. Working. And yeah. he was just like, a little bit of bread and honey in it. Any, anyway, so um, the reason we've played this in is racing racing rituals. And um, we tried to get a little bit of uh, community interaction. Um, and, uh, well, I went, I went all the way for it. Uh, I quite literally undressed myself in my entirety to try and get some... Uh, some of your weird racing rituals, and unfortunately it didn't work. My theory is that I showed so much nudity on Instagram that people were just, just shocked, surprised, just... Horrified. Horrified, yeah. yeah. Um, 
but basically just for context i i go tanning before every race and i'm topping my tan up now um so i can have another tan just before the race and look nice and crispy um for the You're blown good, mate. blown out pictures or whatever ben was mm. saying um no but normally they have such fluorescent light in the uh, exhibition centers and this would be my top tip mm. for anyone who's uh, racing for their first time perhaps in london and listening to this you want to look your best and the way the lighting goes makes you look very, very pale. So if you are that way inclined, if you do find it significantly important to make your muscles look nice and juicy the way I do, then go get a tan. That would be my recommendation. Um, <laughs> Dreadful advice. Is it? I don't know. I've, I know a lot of people do it. should not be telling people to go to a sunbed the night before. Did I say that? Tanned. I did not say that. You can fake tan if you so wish. Okay, fine. Let's do that then. Um, so the only two men who were not intimidated by my nudity were, I think, let's let's go for Faisal first. Okay, so the weirdest, or one of the weirdest pre-race rituals I do is I purposefully wake up as early as I can on race day um, so that I can down a caffeinated drink, uh, a can of Noco, and uh, try to get the uh, digestive system going and the extraction process in full swing. Uh, I aim to have a minimum of two poos before I race. If I can get three out, I know that I'm not going to have any issues or worries mid-race. I hope that's weird enough for you. Poo to goo goo. I ended that really badly. Poo <laughs> to goo you. I love extraction process as a synonym for taking a shit. <laughs> that's great. And this is from... It's like a launch eject button. This is yeah. from Mr. PMA Faisal. Yes. Like, that's mad. He makes great. a good point, though. Like, we all do, like, have, like, four or five shits before a race. Yeah, of course. That's why the cubicles are always, always busy at yeah. the that's a good point, venue. actually, yeah. So we've heard from Faisal, but now let's hear from the main man, Hunter McIntyre, the sheriff in town, and what his pre-race weird rituals off for races i won't shower for five to seven days i won't um have sex or jerk off for weeks if not month ahead of time i typically get really really drunk the weekend before to cut the edge off um watch a lot of action movies i play scotland the brave every time before i go out and race and then i whoop the shit out of everybody because that formula is awesome <laughs> I mean, where do we start? Where do we start? There's so many things. So many things to unpack. A sexually frustrated hunter pacing you down. Yeah. (laughs) With a hangover. Yeah. Listening to Braveheart or whatever it is. Like... So unapologetic about his prowess as well. It's a brilliant clip. I mean, do you think that is legit or do you think that's just like a hunter personality? I can guarantee... Well, that sounds a bit. I hard, want to. Be- I, I want to believe that is a hundred percent. I want to. I want truth. to believe. I want to speak. He's like. I, I want to. Know, I want to know that's dead true. To be fair, I I don't know the exact timeline, <laughs> but Hunter was in London before his um, race in Spain, mm. where he set the world record, and that was only a couple of days. I, I literally think it was like the Thursday or he something. He was sending pints, and he he was sending yeah. pints in the pub with myself and a lot of other High Rocks people before then um like never mind the fact that he also mm. needs to fly there like you know get ready for yeah, it he'd yeah. only just come over to the uk or europe essentially so yes it's it's very hunter-esque but there is 
annoyingly quite a lot of truth. Yeah, to yeah. I bet. I wonder how much the builder like um, supplement plays in, in terms of like the salts and like rehydration as well, because you can actually like diorite and all that sort of stuff. You've basically got the same sort of salts that. Plug, 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 plug for builder. Yeah. Like, I mean, imagine if that would just pivot his whole business into like a fucking hangover cure. <laughs> <laughs> imagine that. Imagine that. Um, right. I think that covers London off chaps. Um, let's move swiftly on to Science Sunday um, and razz through it a little bit because we are going over time a little. So here we go. Science Sunday now. You've got mail. So every Sunday... We get sexy with science. You know, oh, you know what we should do? We should sack Sunday off and start doing let's get sexy with science. I, I much prefer that. Anyway, so we get sexy with science on Sundays for now. Uh, possibly <laughs> possibly change further down the line. Um, Why not sexy science Saturdays? Um, I'm just imagining test tubes all over the floor. Okay, continue. It doesn't Sorry. matter. Right. So anyway, you'll find this on Instagram at Pod. And the idea is that we dissect the information we've got from loads and loads and loads of races to try and help you. Um, and this week's post was all about the rock zone, rather fittingly. And um, let me just dive straight into the, the, the headlines. We're not going to get into the numbers, but I'm just going to give you a few headlines and maybe let's have a quick discussion about it. Um, so all divisions follow the exact same pattern when it comes to the rock zone time. And by rock zone time, I mean traversing from the running track to the exercise station and from the exercise station back onto the running track. So I thought that was quite interesting. Just off the bat, every single division we looked at, that's doubles, mm. singles, and all the pros, they all follow the same. There's mm. no difference, which I thought was really, really interesting. Times, yes, are different, the, the absolute times, but relatively... So, so what you're talking about there is the overall shape between everything. There's a pattern that you see. Yes, yes. And you can see that pattern very easily if you look at our post Mm. um, without saying more. Uh, Then this is rather unsurprising, perhaps, but leaving the rock zone in all instances across all divisions is always longer. Mm -hmm. So you're always going to be taking longer, leaving the exercise station, going back onto the running track than when you're coming in. Mm -hmm. What does that say? Do we use our run to recover, perhaps get our like heart rate like in a more manageable place, um, or do we overexert ourselves on exercises? I thought, you know what, it doesn't seem like surprising necessarily that you take longer, but you know, perhaps think about it a little bit. Um, one of the most interesting things I thought though is that for the singles divisions. The longest time you spend in the rock zone in section, so basically traversing from the running track to the exercise station, is ahead of the farmer's carry. Yeah, this was this was really surprising. And the only logical explanation that I can think of is that people need to chalk up and that it takes a little while mm. to dive your hands in a chalk bucket, make sure they get nice and covered in the white, mm. like chalky stuff, and then off you go. Mm. Because they're not tired, you, like because they're coming out of the out of the row, which is from a previous Science Sundays post. If you want to plug in that one, um, t- tends to be that where you have you know one of your faster runs post yes. row, so yes. you're not as tired. So coming no. in to it just it, it, it's it's always interesting. It's interesting I, to see that. I definitely think the the rest zone um, is like after you've done the four really hard exercises of ski, sled, sled, and burpees, you have a little bit of rest before you then get into the real meat at the end. 
um, and the rest yeah. being the row and then the farmer's and carry, farmers carry. Uh, before you then start with yep. the lunges and the warbles. So I thought that was quite interesting, that that's the longest mm. time, um, on average, that is. Uh, I, I need to caveat and say that, that we're looking at all of the races on aggregate, mm. and this means, on average, you take longest going yeah into the farmer's carry well there's an speaking of it being an average it's like if there's a trend in race setups then that will show in this like yes and some people have pointed out online that they're saying that of course the chalking is one aspect but that it's usually the furthest station because it occupies the width of the rock zone and it doesn't allow passage so it's usually at the far end so you've got to run all the way there and then run all the way out because the in and outs either tend to be interesting of course yeah of course because because post post farmers carry it seems to be also on average slower Mm. post farmers carry between the doing it and then going into the run Mm. it's one of the higher ones as well and spending from personal experience i'd say it's definitely not as challenging as getting off after the lunges or after the 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 sled push for instance okay interesting yeah but i guess thank you to the community because we asked everyone like what Mm. do you think of these what do you what would you make of them and that's why we do this. So people come back to us and sort of say, "Oh yeah, well this is our theory, and yeah, please keep doing that." Yeah, we had some we had some notable names comment on there. Yeah. Um, I think Tiago Luisa, Luisa, Luisa. Do you mean Tiago, the Luisa way? The loser way. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he's like a pro athlete. He's the, like in the Spanish police force or the Portuguese uh, the police Portuguese force. Portuguese police force. Yeah. 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 Ah. Sorry if we're getting the name wrong, yeah. but he is an elite fifteen athlete, yeah, serious yeah. boy. We watched him race in Frankfurt as well. Yeah, he um, was in the race in Barcelona with Hunter setting the world record as well. Oh, was he? Okay, yeah. excellent. Um, and he commented on that and um, basically said uh, that the sandbag lunges are indeed, on average, the the longest time. Um, mm. or one of the longest times it takes to exit the rock zone just because it's so late into the race and okay. because mm. they're so, so tiring on your legs. Um, mm. But anyway, uh, get involved next uh, next Sunday again. Yeah, um, if you want to find it out, like obviously hit us up on Instagram, at Pod every Sunday. And there's even a juicy discount code in our bio now, uh, which will get you 10% off. So if you want a 10% off on your next race, go check that out. Yes, sir. That concludes Getting Sexy with Science on Sundays. Cue the cues. It is our community question time. So we're trying out this new format and we're really excited to have you guys, um, I guess, email us and get in touch with us with any questions that you've got that are Hyrox related. So we want to hear from you. Please do reach out. Uh, You've already been DMing us and uh, we'd love to have some more questions from you guys. So do drop us a message, drop us a DM at Pod, and you can also send us an email at hello at therockzone.com. And Ben, Max, or Tom will answer live in the studio. <laughs> this is what we're doing do now. Max, what are some questions? That are yes, we, we do have some questions. By and far, the most asked question is how many laps are there going to be in London? Do we know that? Well, the thing is, when the when this episode drops, it will be Wednesday, which is when the official race pack comes out. So head over to your inbox and check out your updated start time because that's changed since the original waves have been released because they were a little bit concerned about traffic management. But more importantly, that will have your race plan briefing in there, which will have the correct amount of laps. Nice. Good. I like that. Good, good piece of advice. That um, Matt B eighty seven asks: Can burpees be fucked off? Um, <laughs> wait, can they can they fuck off or can they be like fucked off? 
You I, I think you're looking into it too much. Like okay. he's, he doesn't like burpees. Clearly, okay. I would um, like them to be fucked off. You you've been training for burpees. Yeah. this is your time. But it's like studying for like a test and then being like, oh, the test you don't have to do it. It's like okay, great. Right. So <laughs> the straight burpees. simple answer is no. Yeah. It, this was more of a joke, obviously. Um, so uh, what else have I got? Matthew Plampton asks, will they bring back the running machines to the warm-up area? Ooh. Matt, I, I would hazard a guess and say no, but I would really, really, really like to see mm. them there again. Yeah. Really like to see them there again. Especially because you like a little jog before your race. Yes, and I really do. Now, if the if the whole layout is going to be like we think it is, with having to go up some stairs to get out of the middle of the mm. course, I mean, it depends if they put it mm. the warm-up zone on the outside and the tunnel in, but yeah... Um, have you thought about how you're going to run? I have not. Uh, it's normally a uh, make it up on the day jobby to mm. see how busy it is. Because um, Ben is right. I like to warm up my legs. I think, you know, it, 60% of your high rocks race is running. I want to train my run. You know, mm. that's that's the most important thing. Never mind anything else. I want to get my legs warmed up. Mm. Um, so, unfortunately, I think the answer to that will be no. But I'd, I'd love to be proved wrong. Mm. Um, then, Steve Egg. <laughs> 1088 ask any advice for first time high rocksers doing doubles first fitness competition in general actually what's his name again Steve A. Um, Steve A. Steve. Oh no, sorry, it's Stevie G. Oh, Stevie G. <laughs> hey, Stevie G's gonna. Stevie, Stevie G's coming down. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Stevie, Stevie G. Uh, Stevie G. Um, I've same got a piece of advice. Oh, go on. Well. Uh, Figure out who's quicker on the runs and put them on finishing the exercises. They'll be more tired yes, when you go out into the run. Certainly. So you have a more even... So the weaker pace. runner has time to rest before they're going into <laughs> their next run. Completely mm. agree. The only other thing I'd say is you only get to race your first high rocks once. Enjoy it. Take it all in. It's uh, it's it's a great experience. Um, and do three poos before you start. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah, uh, and don't jerk off water. for three months beforehand yeah. either. Um, what resistance level are the rower and ski erg set to? Asks Jailboss24. Jailboss. Jailboss24. So there, there is a in the rule book there is a standard um, that, that they are set to. I believe it is seven. Uh, however, the more technical rule is you're allowed to adjust it once yep. during okay. the yep. exercise and yep. no more. So that's what I was going to say as well. You mm. can start off by checking what it is, and then you are once allowed to change. Mm. I think is the official okay. ruling. I think if you do it again, technically. <clears throat> I've never seen anyone be pulled off on it, but, you know. Yeah. I wonder if they'd have to restart you on the exercise or something. I don't know what the penalty is. Yeah. I can't imagine restart you on the exercise. I, th I just think they don't want people fiddling around with it too much. Yeah. I, don't, I can't see there being any, any more reason to that. So, uh, yes, they are set at seven, I think you said. But whatever the case, uh, you will be able to change it to whatever setting you yeah. would like to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And our final question today comes from Tim T. Merch. T Tim T. Merch. God, I'm not doing a good name. Tim Timidge. Not doing a good job on these names. Um, how early do you reckon you should arrive before Ooh. your race? Very, very good question. And the answer lies within the eye of the beholder. Um, yeah. you, you can turn up whenever you want. I would say try not to drain your battery if you get there too early. Like if you get too early and you're like soaking it up for like four or five hours, you're on your feet. Those are all wasted steps that you want to be putting into the actual race. Mm -hmm. The I've done it the other way where we Max, Tom and I accidentally turned up. What was it like yeah. five minutes before like the start? Minutes before you <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. ridiculous. And um, but you did post it fast ever. Yeah, literally. <laughs> that was a really weird race, Scotland. Anyway, um, so I would say in, I would 
give yourself enough time to turn up and scout out the venue familiarize yourself with where the toilets are familiarize yourself with like how to get in and out of the middle like just sort of seeing the layout of the exercises you want to be when you're racing you want to feel comfortable in that space i wouldn't make yourself too comfortable and start wasting your energy but do yeah. feel like you own it. You yeah. know it. Yeah. And you also need to be there 10 minutes, at least 10 minutes. before. You need to be in there warming up prior to a 10-minute uh, counter because you need to be in the zone 10 minutes before your race. Yes. So you got to be checking in. Uh, they yeah. give you 10 minutes countdown, yeah. 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 Uh, so, so you kind of need to be ready before then. To round it up, um, you need to be there early enough to sign in, get yourself checked in and get your ankle bracelet done. Uh, you need to get there to be able to... Uh, do a quick walk of the the course to be able to see where everything is. Uh, obviously, warm up, do your nervous poo, and then ten minutes grace uh, before your actually event starts. So I'd say round about an hour and a half is like the the average time. I'd say an hour, an hour and a half, an hour and a half. I'd say an hour to an hour and a half. I'd say an hour probably. Okay, I'd get skiddy, but so an hour to an hour and a half, yeah. chaps. I think that's all we have time for today. Um, it's been lovely talking to you and Tom actually has one more point he would like to raise just that it was lovely to have your questions coming in and keep them coming uh, yes, at roxonepod and email hello at theroxone.com because nice, we do read the emails we do we do we do we do um, thanks so much chaps I can't wait for London yeah. um, just a quick caveat because London is on the Monday uh, which is the day we normally record, we will probably be releasing next week's episode a few days later just to give producer Mikey a little bit more time to turn this chaotic podcast around. <laughs> um, ben, is there anything else? Um, the only thing I would say is please go check out um, the Rock Zone Instagram. I've put a lovely reel of how to get to High Rocks London together. It basically overground and district line. If you're interested in the best ways to get there, little tips and tricks, where the local pubs are, check that out. It's at Rock Zone Pod. Like Tom mentioned, you can reach out to us at hello at therockzone.com. And we may even be walking the show floor with some very special new digital tools but that is yet to be revealed so anyway um one final thing i think it's pop tart pool pop tart pool yeah that's the that's the phrase pop tart pool pop tart pool <laughs> pop tart pool he's gonna love that right three two one rock's on out